0: You're listening to the Fockdown
1: Nation Network. This episode of Robert Lane has been brought to you by Getting Your Shit Together with Shevsky.
2: Shevsky here. Good morning. I'm up. I'm uh, making my wife... uh, I'm making her some breakfast. Uh, This is a Getting Your Shit Together with Shevsky kind of episode. Where I'm just like, hey, check this out. This might make your life better. I like to get up before my wife and make her breakfast, and I think everybody should do this. It doesn't have to do it, don't be like,
3: John, I can't do that, my wife gets up early.
2: Get up a little earlier.
3: John, I can't do that every day.
2: Do it just a couple days a week. Watch a little bit less TV at night the night before. Get up like a half an hour, maybe even just 20 minutes earlier. Make your partner some breakfast. You'll feel like a better partner. Your relationship will improve. Trust me on this one. You can do it for anybody. Do it for someone you live with. Do it for your your dude wife, your lesbian husband, your roommate. Trust me, this will make life better.
3: I she was
1: Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not-safe-for-work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Thompson. Comedian, musician, theme park phenologist, how do I do? What is up, everybody? How y'all doing? doing? Man, this is a real special episode. Uh, boy. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Man. <laughs> it just took the life out of me. We we startled our, our guests here with some rock and roll right off the top. Yeah. <laughs> This is, uh, you know, it's a crazy time, man. Theme parks reopening. Uh, it's it's a new year, you know. Um, hopefully, yeah. New year's
2: like six months ago. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I well, I don't even know. Yeah, it's 1995 right now, and I'm really excited. I I I suffer from, I had a brain aneurysm actually in the 90s, and uh, I, <laughs> I it hasn't done. left, dude. Have you guys seen yeah. that movie? The Stargate? theme parks
2: were closed in 1996 at like one day. And that's where you're at. That's the day you're at right
0: now.
1: Yeah, dude. I'm stuck just stuck in a time loop. I wonder what's going to happen to OJ, dude. Like, Is
0: this like 51st <laughs> dates? Is that what's happening right now? You're like Drew yes, waking yes, up to the yeah. same day. Or what about Bob? You know? Or or what about about
2: I'm sorry, not what about Bob? Uh, Groundhog's, Groundhog's Day. day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just I don't got don't don't that new
1: uh, Dishwalla album. I'm really excited about. Yeah, so. dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Bob Dole for president. Um, <laughs> about
3: ska? Yeah, coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming up.
2: Yeah, I've heard. I've no doubt.
1: I believe. Yeah. Yeah. They just started.
2: Oh no, they. Well, they just played. They just played, what's that college of, never mind, five ball.
0: You're out. It's yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> 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 it's it all for, up.
2: For everyone with
1: uh, autism, I'm glad that you're here, and you can probably follow all of the references we're getting. Uh, I, I I definitely have a form of um, ska. but uh, yeah. guys, <laughs> I'm excited. We've got a uh, Roscoe Soul Train, of course. Uh, the you know the man with the plan, uh, and we, we've got our, our very special guest, Mr. Uh, Jeff Heimbach. Yeah, brother. Oh, did, I oh. prena- did I pronounce it wrong? You, no, you pronounced it correctly. He he would tell me to say Heimbach. Yeah. He, yeah, he always says it wrong. Cause he's <laughs> and not trying to say, throw but him, but no, You nuts. did
0: it. That's probably the only time somebody said it out loud correctly. Okay. That I've heard. Well, I'm well
1: done. I'm glad that we can bring you in properly. But uh, yeah, it's exciting, guys. Before uh, we get to all this magic, uh, we're gonna go to my favorite segment, your favorite segment, uh, classic theme park minute with Zach Hillman. Enjoy.
0: This is Theme Park Minute with Zach
1: Hillman. <laughs> yeah, this is Zach, I got, I got something caught caught my throat. Uh, park Du Futurescope is a futuristic theme park that has several 3D and 4D cinemas and rides mainly made from metal. It is located in France and the Department of Vienne. The park opened in May 31st, 1987, but features modern classic rides. The park offers 24 attractions and eight restaurants. Cost of admission, frog legs. Ugh. All right. What's up, everybody? Man, it's been so
2: fun. Wow. Zach is a fucking blast, man. That was a great theme park minute with oh, Zach. Oh, man. It was, what a guy. What is beautiful, Oh, man. my God. So, Loved it.
1: Jeff, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah. Oh, here. man. We've been excited about this. As soon as I started doing this podcast with Robert, I thought, man, I got to get fucking you Jeff You asked this thing. me,
0: like months ago. Did right? I I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. It's I, been a while.
2: My my taint has been like juicing.
0: I can see it. Yeah. Through your <laughs> pants yeah. right yeah. now. If the I'm, camera was any lower. Yeah, you could tell. <laughs> you could oh tell. my god.
2: So, which really I'm really excited to have you on. Robert's really excited to have you on. And you've done a lot of fun stuff, Jeff.
0: I guess. Yeah,
2: and you've <laughs> you've been a part of the Disney theme well, the theme park community as a whole. You actually had your own theme park podcast. I did for yeah. a long time. That I was a big fan of for a long time.
0: Yeah, that's kind of that is how we met, essentially. Kind of, pretty sort much. Of, yeah. Yep. Communicore Weekly did it for a solid five years. Uh, started off just like strictly. I was gonna say strictly Dick. That's not what I was gonna say. <laughs> strictly Disney. And then like year three and four, we started incorporating other pod uh, our other theme parks. And then like four years, fours and five, we just like went all out for everything. A history of all these other theme parks because. You know, Disney is just boring by itself after a while. You need to, like, explore the world, see other cool shit. Yeah, there's
2: a lot of. There's a lot of
0: shit out there. There is.
1: Yeah. But good shit. Mm. Good Definitely. shit and bad shit. <laughs>
0: it's yeah. all
2: it's all good. It's all I love shit, so I'm kind of a shit fan. Well, that's also how we met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there
1: a Fecophiliac uh, podcast you guys? No, made no, we met
2: on show Remember we were talking oh, about earlier. That's, okay. that's right. Early. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that's great, man. <laughs> 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 it's uh it's it's crazy because you know, there's there's kind of a lot that I I had heard from Ross. You know, I heard that you you wrote a book about Raleigh Crumb. You know, and uh, you know that alone is there's there's so many questions there, but uh, that's amazing, man. How did you meet uh, Raleigh?
0: Um, I have been a fan of his for like since I was a kid. Like I remember some of my earliest memories of Disney was stuff that he had created. And when I grew up and like I you know maybe middle school, high school, whatever, I started realizing like oh like somebody made this shit for the theme parks. Like I got to figure it out. And there wasn't really the internet back then. I know I'm dating myself but like there's no way of really finding out that information that much and then like, I, civil rights is going on said, yeah, was, exactly uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> presidents are being
1: assassinated <laughs> um. poor JFK right <laughs> yeah no. um,
0: I went to my library and like I took out a videotape of the wonderful world of Disney it was like a 100% bootleg it wasn't an official thing but like they were letting people rent it out and it was the episode where Roly talks to Walt about uh, the Museum of the Weird and I was like I love this fucking dude. I don't know who this is, but I'm into this. And, like, whatever, you know, years go on. I start, like, the internet happens. I start reading more about him and, like, what he did. I I was just a huge, huge fan. And then... When I started writing about Disney, uh, I was—I don't know—just out of college. Maybe I was still in college. I saw that he had released some kind of thing called like a walk in the park. It was like an audio guide of Disneyland. So I sent him an email, to, like to help promote it for like to write for a website I was writing for at the time. And it was supposed to be like a half-hour, like podcast interview conversation in uh, my then girlfriend's closet. And I was—sorry for phrasing—I was in the cl- closet <laughs> talking to him for She'll four like- hours. And it just, like, blew my mind. Like, and that was enough for me. I was like, I, I can never hear from this man again. Like, that's fine. And then, like, a few weeks later, uh, his now-wife emailed me and was like, you know, we really enjoyed talking to you. We like your style. rolly has been trying to get his book or, like, his story told for, like, ever. Like, would you be interested in helping us tell his story? And I was like... Fuck yeah! Of course, yeah. You're like but I, I don't, want the, you don't want to
1: write the. You don't write the R. Kelly story, trapped in the closet. No, no, you no, know, uh, definitely not. This was R. Kelly <laughs> Crumb, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, but, a distant uh, cousin, very, <laughs> very distant cousin, okay. mind you. So that's great. So they they love they they dug you. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of gave you your in with with Rolly. Yeah, and that, that like
0: they liked me so much that like I was living in New Jersey still at the time, and like I had to fly out here to like meet him and like talk to him and everything. I stayed with them for a week, and like every morning I would wake up we'd have breakfast together he would start talking I would just put record on and like we would talk for hours and then it was like I don't know a hundred hours worth of like audio that is I had that how those movie. audio tapes started no that was way different the audio really? tapes so like after the book came out like he's he would still have more stories And I was like you know what the fuck you couldn't tell me this like three months ago when I was writing the book yeah um but like he had so many more about very particular subjects that uh, Leonard Kinsey who helped who published the book was like why don't we just record him and like release it as an audio companion and like he just had so many stories about so many things that we've done six volumes, seven volumes at this point we have one more coming about Epcot but like he just has so many great stories. We wanted people to hear him tell it in his own voice. Are you
2: still selling those on iTunes, or are they everywhere yeah, now?
0: they're everywhere. They're on iTunes, Amazon. They're those are called more cute stories. And gotcha. I think there's six of them currently, uh-huh. and the seventh month will will be Epcot. We've been trying to record it for years, but you know, things keep happening. COVID okay. you know, happened too. Like right. it'll happen eventually.
1: Yeah, for sure. Wow. That's so cool, man. I, I am excited though. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but there is there is an R. Kelly attraction coming to uh, <laughs> coming to Epcot. Uh, it's very educational. Um, it's a out um, uh, pissing on yeah, I was people Yeah, it a human body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it, yeah, it's going in the they're human... reopening that pavilion yeah, specifically
0: that... for that ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's, it's replacing Body Wars, I think. Yeah. yeah it's 4D. Um
1: it's 46. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the one time that like the
0: water sprinkling feature makes sense <laughs> in one of those rides. Yeah, I no,
1: it'll play uh, I believe I can fly. Um when you get pissed in your eye it'll be great. <laughs> um when the moon Pisses oh boy, in your eye. God. Yeah, this is great. Um, not everything can be a gem, guys. But uh, That's look, okay. there. Thank you, man. <laughs> thank you, dude. Oh shit. it's my only chance, bro. Okay. Um, all right, cut. No, uh, dude. It's it's funny, man, to think about though. Like, because I I I know what you're saying. Uh, with you know, when I was a kid, I would get fascinated with who made movies. You know, mm-hmm. I'd look into like who the producer was, who the director was, yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, I didn't learn like everyday life, things that would help me function as an adult. or I mean, uh, same. You know, be, I be, uh, yeah, be uh, uh, a tribute to society. But uh, I did know who produced uh, Batman, you know, so it was great. But it, it, it's funny because theme parks, it, it dawned on me one time. I'm like, you know, it just felt like something that had been around forever. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's amazing that there is dudes like Raleigh Crumb that are, like, walking around that made these things that the world knows. And I, I remember I watched that uh there's a movie about the two animators, the two nine old men. Uh, um, Walton and Ollie. Yeah. No, Ollie or, and something. And Frank. Frank Ollie, and Ollie and Frank. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Ollie and Frank. And and, and they mention that like most of the planet has seen their work and no one knows knows their who name. they are yeah, unless yeah. you're you know a crazy person like us. But it, it's just it, it's kind of insane. But I think that that's great that you did that. And it, I I um I don't know, man. There's so much to 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 Rolly with here. <laughs> what would you
2: consider those?
0: Those audio books? What what are those? We call them audio companions, essentially, because they're not audio books. Like, it's all stories that are not in the actual book. Yeah. Um, so, so like, just Teddy call Ruxman? Or? Dude, I no. mean, kinda. <laughs> Dude, they're really fucking I mean, it's, good, man. You yeah, literally, really like, good. put the microphone in front of him, and you're like, all right, Riley, really, we're going to talk about the animators you work with. Boom! An hour later, he he's done. He's like, "All right, here we go." They're Put fucking great,
2: dude. I love and I, it's cool when you when you listen to him too because you can hear like pages turn and shit like in the background because like, he had oh, like his shit.
0: notes that he's ready yeah. to go and you can like I mean we try to get some of them out. Sorry, Kinzie. Yeah, I mean Ross heard them. Um, oh no, like, I, he, I, I fucking like cool. that's the kind of yeah. stuff
2: that I like though.
0: But like his notes are like it's literally a notepad with like two or three words and he'll talk about those two or three yes. words for like a half hour. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Wow. He is fuck that dude. Read those fucking things in there. Yeah
2: yeah keep, it's insane that's awesome dude that's such a what's gonna be what's nice about that is like yeah being 91 years old and like the amount of fucking material mm-hmm. that you guys have like thrown out there and all these stories that would be lost to time are they're captured yeah you know it's awesome man. and I, I think it was important
0: them. for Roly especially because like you know, you think of the Disney theme parks and everybody that like built them. and It's like, oh yeah, greatest place on earth. Rolly's like, you know, he's smoking weed when yeah. he's like animating. He's driving his fucking car through Disneyland when sun he was sunbathing naked. Yeah, sunbathing <laughs> <dating, laughs> naked on the roof like so much that the nuns across the street yep. from the studio had to like love complain that story. About it. He used <laughs> to ride his fucking motorcycle in the studio, like inside the buildings, to piss off his boss. Like he did not give a shit. No, and I feel like. Those are the best stories. Absolutely, like, you could talk to other animators. I'm sure they have good stories, but they always end with like the twinkle in their eye and like, ah, right. so great. Rolly's like, whatever, fuck Vine. He was a piece of shit. I hated working for him. He ruined all my projects. What else you want yeah, to about? Yeah, well, it's yeah.
2: also because because when when Rolly came out, like he was at the t- he was at, like this new version of like. Of Imagineers. Yeah. Like he I was like, was like that
0: second that, generation.
1: Yeah, like he was counterculture. He like, was. Yeah. He was and the that, counterculture. the thing that's lost now, I think, is people.
2: It's so it's such a mega thing. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's
1: brilliant people that were. I mean, there is brilliant yeah. people that work on these rides, obviously. But they can't still, do anything that's fucking that creative. Yeah. You know, because it's all the IP stuff, all the, the you know, movies that we've seen. And I love that you could. He made it, you know, something like the Museum of the Weird is just so. Uh, so fucking rad. Yeah, so rad. <laughs> and yeah, it, it, I, I, um, um, but what's great, though, is they do, uh, you know, does does he ever acknowledge, or do, do is, it no, is it known that, like, they kind of nod to his stuff now? Like, because yeah. they do a lot of, like, fan service, and they bring up a lot of stuff. Like, there is elements of museum in the world that they've brought back and stuff. Right? Oh,
2: there's yeah. some a, stuff. And some stuff, yeah. And even yeah. the comic book they just, they put out a couple of years Which ago. Which is a flaming piece of it's shit. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> but it was cool that,
0: like, it gave that project the recognition that it never got otherwise. That's so cool. Honestly. And I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I wish the story was better. Yes, Whatever. like it was still cool to see the the things that he created take on a new life in the comic book form. I really still wish that they we they had done Museum of the Weird. Like that would have been fucking great. It yeah. wouldn't have changed the mansion. It was separate from the mansion. But like they can still do it. They got the room.
2: Is um are any of those guys gonna fucking do any talks at the the Walt Disney Family Museum anytime soon? Who like either him or Bob or Alice or anybody? Um,
0: I mean Bob's up there when it was open. He was there all the time doing yeah. talks. We've done two talks for the wall with Rolly for the museum um but like unless it's virtual probably not he, we're right. not gonna go he's not gonna go up there again it's a it's a long trip for him i mean mm-hmm. the guy's 91. 91 leave him the fuck alone bro. yeah you want to talk to him pick up a phone yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah those talks were fun though i'm glad i got to go yeah. on a song yeah that, that was the yeah. first
0: time i met you too wasn't it at the i museum? think so i'm pretty yeah. sure it was when yeah. we went up there with him because
2: alex was like a little he was a, he was a, a little, little young my yeah.
0: my son yeah, that w- I think that was the first time I met you in person. I think so. Um, and look where we are now. Yeah, Hopefully man. Each of those assholes.
2: So, <laughs> you know, me and Jeff, we met because of the Disney fan community, hmm. which is a uh, quite a fucking tangled web of hmm. weirdos and and uh, interesting, cool people like like us. I would consider you guys to be cool people. Thank you. Um, but uh, th- it's a it's a pretty. I mean, I have my own thoughts and opinions that are, you know, quite. I mean, I would say a lot of the Disney fan community are a bunch of fucking douchebags, really. I just concur.
0: I would would go stronger. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think fucking douchebag is not strong enough for some of these people. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, because I've had a couple instances where, like, me and my friends have done some projects and had some weird encounters with some cunts um, from the Disney fan community. Mm -hmm. And you mean Carella Devilles? Dude, straight up, dude, like. (laughs) There was one guy in particular, um, his name is Leo something or other, and uh, he's this fucking loser who tried to get me and our buddy Colin Goheen kicked out of the Walt Disney Family Museum. Older guy? Yeah.
0: Low, maybe starts with an H, to last name? I can't remember. I, I think I've I blocked him out of my memory. this man as well. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I think that he ratted on, because we were really excited about this video that we did a long time ago. And um, that's one of the times I met you. T- that was the first time I that met was you. The, actually, yeah, that was, that the, was the first, first time, time. Yeah, I was in the museum. So we did this video, mm-hmm. and it was fucking cool. I don't think I ever showed it to you, did I? I haven't seen it. No,
1: that's
3: it's fucking great, it's cool. It's, it's pretty it's cool. really cool. Yeah,
2: like a tour of the well. Well, the it was home. like the whole idea. I don't know if it really translated all that well, but but it was like. I go to the Walt Disney Family Museum, I get possessed by the spirit of Walt Disney, and I basically give the nod to basically all these Fringers from the Disney fan community. So that was like the whole idea of the video. I I don't know if it translated, but either way, it was a really nice, like, it was a really fun video. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was cool, and it, it 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 gave me a chance and gave us a chance to really meet all these people that I really liked in that fucking realm.
0: And now I can't fucking get rid of you.
1: I
2: know. Yeah, <laughs> you're still started, fucking yeah. here. Just, yeah,
1: Beetlejuiced it. Like, babies, dude. <laughs>
2: yeah, um. but um, yeah, man, like that fucking guy. Yeah, Leo, whatever the fuck yeah. his last name is, total douche. And I, I do think that he made a, he did something where he tried to like get us banned from the museum or something. What it was—he an usher of the museum? No, he's what is just like his... a
0: random. I don't even think he volu- even was a volunteer. No, at the he's museum, just some but he's douche. Just some guy. Like that's the problem with the Disney community. These fans take ownership over shit that they shouldn't. Like they have no right to. Like yes, you can enjoy a thing and that's fine. But it's on a comes, whole different level. It's a whole different level. Yeah, it's their thing. Like I, I don't even know how to explain it.
2: I, I would. I think that a lot of these people. It's like when you see people that are like. Like on YouTube, especially. Like, let's just talk about fucking Disney YouTube, Mm -hmm. which is something that I really tried to get involved with. Yeah, yeah. And it was the most. I mean, honestly, like, I was just trying to find some kind of footing. And like, because I was friends and and know Disney YouTubers, I felt like I needed to do this as well. And it was a good. Like, it was just something like, okay, cool. I need a topic. This is easy. Mm -hmm. I can just do this. And you get sucked into that world and then you think you have to embody all this horseshit about like keeping it clean, keeping it kid friendly, all this stuff and then you have to like pretend that everything that Disney does is the best thing in the world or else you face the backlash of these dingleberries that have no fucking lives. It's really weird and I remember, I just remember like thinking that it was so disingenuous. Is that
0: a word? Disingenuous? Is, yeah. And it definitely fits here, for sure. Yeah,
2: like, I felt like, for me, it was so disingenuous because, like, I have to pretend that this is, like, oh, yeah, and and then I have to film myself on a basically a vacation. Like, that's fucking stupid. But I, I just remember, like, just kind of ingraining myself into that community, and just finding, like, all these weird, awful people that I think that they, they believe that they're getting some kind of points mm-hmm. in this Disney... Like, if they just... Are a certain way and at a certain level that they're like, there's like a, they're getting like these Disney points or something.
0: They're like racking them up for something. That's for never something. Fucking happen. Like it's like, like gonna yeah, you
2: take you cash those in when you go to heaven.
0: So. Prior, even prior to the YouTube stuff, when I was writing for another Disney fan website for a number of years before I became very disenfranchised, the same thing. Like, if we were not the first to get an article up about whatever the fuck it is that Disney was doing, then why fucking bother? Like, why would we not be the first? And I, like... When I first moved out to California, I lived with a couple that ran a very popular Disney website. They are no longer together, thankfully. I used to we go on this like website every day. Yeah, and every like it was fucking day. very, very popular. Fuck it, I don't care. Mice Chat. Mice Fuck chat. you. The guy who runs Mice Chat is an asshole i will flat out i don't even care i've had like we used to be close we, me and my fiance and my son moved into that house when we first moved in there i will always be thankful for him giving us that opportunity to like get our start out here and a place to live but like i don't know what it was like maybe i didn't see it because i was only seeing the happy-go-lucky stuff but like there's a very dark side to a lot of these hardcore disney fans and if you <laughs> are not this way all the time like everything's great everything's fine everything that Disney does they, they shit out gold like there's a problem and I think that was the beginning of the end for me when it came to all the Disney sub seeing the quote unquote steal from Leonard Kinsey the dark side of Disney like the fandom community they're all fucking crazy I can't and, do it
2: and that dark side like the quote unquote dark side of Disney that that community <clears throat> was the community that I always <clears throat> gravitated towards anyway. Yeah. Like, I liked all the Fringers. I liked the guys that would, like, take acid and go to Disney or, like, get loaded, mm-hmm. di- breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, Because that's kind of always been my vibe anyway. Like, yeah. I'm kind of, like, not a dirty punk, but I have that little fuck you mentality baked into my soul. Mm-hmm. So, and contrarian, whatever. But I always loved that. And that's what I always drew, like excited me about what you were doing, what Kinsey was doing, is because it was it was a bunch of people that applauded and had a good time, Yeah, you know, with Disney properties and things like that, but also understood, like, there's a lot more that you can, like, when you scratch that surface, there's a lot more shit that you can get involved in. That gold do fun scratches shit. off really easily
0: when you, you pick at it just a tiny, tiny yeah. bit. Yeah,
2: and man, I, I always loved, like, see, like when Kinsey filmed himself in the Utilidors... I fucking love yeah. that. That was so <laughs> Have you ever good. seen any of those videos? No. You can see? Did, oh my God.
0: It's, we got to send you his YouTube. Did
1: he write the, the he wrote a book, right? He yeah, wrote Dark Side of Disney. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Which Great was part about.
0: Uh, a huge deal when it came out. Because like it would tell people like how to sneak alcohol into the park. Mm-hmm. The best like family restrooms, to like the, the single restrooms that you can go have sex in. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> what the best rides did you drop? Like, and like it was super hardcore and, and like fucked up, but like, over the years, like, I'm very close with Kinsey now, and he is not that same person who wrote that book. Like, he's pretty mild-mannered for the most part, but, like, he allowed another side of Disney to come out that, like, Disney and hardcore Disney fans were not very comfortable with. No. and Still aren't. And they still aren't, for sure. Yeah. And, like, a lot of the issues that we ran into with Roly's book... Uh, what, when we decided to publish with Kinsey because, like, he was the only p- person that was going to, like, put the money and the time and effort into to make it the way Roly wanted it, thank God. Um, we got a lot of shit from Disney fans, from Disney fan sites, from the Walt Disney Company themselves, even down to, like, people that were also close to Roly Like, they were very concerned. And then, you know what? The book is... The best fucking thing that could have happened. There was no yeah. issues whatsoever. It was, it looks fucking great. Yes. Exactly how Rolly wants it yep. to be. And like, and I am forever grateful for Leonard Kinsey for taking a chance on it and, and for publishing Dark Side so I got to know him.
2: And it's <laughs> funny too because like, I feel like Rolly, of course that Rolly would want to fucking publish It's with... his
0: fucking style. Yeah. yeah like, of yeah. course it
2: is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, if fucking... you read any other book about a Disney Imagineer or like a book they wrote themselves, it's always like the same shit we're talking about. Very happy, very like. Oh, everything's great. Rolly is not like that at all. He was very eager to be honest about his experiences with Disney. He talks very candidly, like, how he left Disney twice and why he left Disney mm-hmm. because they were shitty. Yeah. How, oh, like, everything fell apart when Walt died because he was the one with the vision and he let Roly like, go wild and create stuff and he needed to rein them in, he would. But, like, you know, I'm sorry. I know people love him. Fuck Marty Sklar. Marty would never let him do that. Like, like they've had issues over the years. Dick Irvine, fuck that guy, too. Like, these are the people that made Disney the, like, the very sanitized, mm-hmm. whitewash thing it is today. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. And they're gonna be stuck that way forever because no one's gonna take that chance again.
2: No. Yeah. No. Now, I, it, nobody can take any chances with that much money on the line. Yeah. It all has to be run through the fucking, you know, meat grinder mm-hmm. and just... Formed into a little patty where that everybody can just be like, mm, "That's a good little patty cracker." Mm, yeah, I love it. It <laughs>
1: sucks. Yeah, that's. It un- that is interesting to to hear about that or like. You know that period of time after Walt died, because mm-hmm. you had uh, all those yeah those dudes try to. It's kind of like you know when when the genius in a band die. It's like Sublime with Rome. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, no offense to Rome, uh, the city, uh, but uh, or the you know, singer, dude, yeah, like he, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. But
2: it's what at that point in time, it's like you're basically just a cover band. You or know, or a cover band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. But-
0: I actually saw that once. And I was like, why am I fucking here? Yeah. Oh, like, why why am I listening to this? It's not Sublime.
2: I remember when they were doing when Sublime was doing um it was the Long Beach Dub All Stars? Oh yeah. shit, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah.
2: I played a show with the Long Beach Dub All Stars. I did, yeah. <laughs> and the show was good. I mean the crowd was great because they were all very excited, you know, that and it was the first time that the the rest of the band was playing The Phoenix, which was the last show that Bradley did mm-hmm. before he died. There's like nobody wants to talk about it, but he bought heroin from somebody at the Phoenix, and I believe that's what that's killed what him. killed him? Yes. Yeah, and uh, I actually think I know the guy that he bought heroin off of. Go figure. Um, but I, I don't know that for a fact. It's always that weird like thing where nobody wants to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it, you're never really
0: going to Dude, and sure, what's fucking like, funny, too, know. is that
1: there's a...
2: there's a, there's a Was, uh, his, was his name
1: uh, uh, Leo? Leo?
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His name was Leo. We call it a callback. no yeah.
1: Leo heroin. Uh, no.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Leo H. <laughs> I did say it started with an H. That works. Um, yeah. Good old Leo heroin. But uh, I remember, you know, we were everybody was really excited. They're like, oh yeah, you know, Sublime is here. You know, it's so cool. And they were so fucked up. And I think Bud, the drummer, yeah. was so wasted, he didn't even make it on stage. And the bassist, Bud. His his bass was so fucking out of tune throughout the entire first song. It was a shit show. And I <laughs> ran into some guy like I was playing another show like years down the road, at a uh, in like st- the middle of fucking nowhere. And me and my homies were at a Wiener Schnitzel. And I keep seeing this guy poking his head out of the back of the Wiener Schnitzel. And he comes up to the front. He's like, Yo, man, um, did you guys play? Uh, a sh- did you and your band play a show with uh, the Long Beach Dub All Stars? I was like, Yep, that's me. And he's like. Oh yeah, you guys were way better than they were. They were terrible. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man, it was pretty fucking bad. End of the story. But anyway, no, that's totally cool, bad.
1: man. I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated with that stuff, dude. It's all, uh, you know, all of the, the thing with like Robert Land is there, there's, there's, there's so much, so many uh, Stream levels. Stream crosses, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We are all crossing streams. But you know, th- there was one thing talking about the Disney fan community. Like, I would love to know what. You know, you don't have to name names, obviously, but I'll like, name names. It's fine. okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's like probably the most like pathetic, like mental, like sign of just like psychosis from a fan that you've like seen firsthand.
0: Um, wow. I have received death threats for an article I wrote on my chat about how uh, the Carousel of Progress was, like, falling apart, and, like, the animatronics were, like, shitty, and, like, there was something else. Oh, one of the polar bears when um the fucking Maelstrom ride was still in Epcot, like, how there was, like, a big hole in it, and it was, like, it was sitting like that for years, and, like, somebody sent me this anonymous death threat email, like, how wow. fucking dare you say that they need to fix these things, like the depths that these people go and like again they they have some they get this ownership over whatever it is for some reason that was truly pathetic and when I got that email I was like I need to get the fuck out. That was it for me. I was like, there's Damn. no way. I can't have someone threatening me and my family over a fucking robot yeah, that's yeah. a polar bear. Wow. like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's Holy insanity. Shit. No fucking Your way. Your
1: life was threatened for the calling out the shitty, the falling. Yeah, carousel progress now, though. And, you know, that's one thing I, I wanted to say or, or, or I was intrigued about. You know, you're talking about writing for those sites and uh, talking about some of those things that were taboo then. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's commonplace, like on the Internet. Yeah. Like. You know, all those big, like, Yesterworld, all those big sites, they all mention, like, they they mention some of the, like, flaws and some of those things. It's like an, it's, it's, but, but, you know, when, how, when were you writing from, like, when was that? Like,
0: Uh, that was probably around 9, eight nine years ago yeah so so
1: I could see like then it was like taboo probably to mention Mm -hmm. oh this ride is kind of a turd now Uh, someone needs to fix it someone needs to fix it (laughs) yeah yeah. that's so crazy
2: though death threats from that now it doesn't get any fucking lower really that's about as low as it goes and
0: like why bother? Like, why do you love this fucking thing that much that you threaten to kill someone over saying a bad thing about it? Like, it's not like I like I fucking love Carousel Progress. I love the Maelstrom ride when it was still up. Like, I want them to fix that shit so it looks good. So, like, what would compel someone to email them, email someone else, and like complain about? It. My but also, mother. That's the fun my shit, mother dude. was
1: con- my mother conceived me on Killer Carousel. I fucking. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the f- best stuff though. I I have somebody that would. They don't do it anymore, but they would send me photos of certain rides. Of, of their dick on a ride? Yeah, they, yeah, they would, just like slapping their dick I'm on a i fucking tracks, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, uh,
0: there was, he would send me that photos. that one with the ghost that he was inside the ghost? Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, it's like hey, it was like, Pepper's ghost effect yeah. With his dick. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what it was. He has a little top hat. Like,
2: <laughs> it was Bill Cosby. Yeah. Um...
1: <laughs>
0: No, it's I won't say the name, but it's the dude that we that I we were you hooked me up with him when I went down to Florida, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: Or maybe it wasn't Florida, maybe it was somebody else, but anyway. I don't remember. Whatever. Um yeah, so like he would always send me photos of like some of the attractions like in in like gross disrepair. And they were, it was always so fucking rad because mm-hmm. it would be like an animatronic with the fucking arm ripped off and like fucking hydraulic fluid spilling out of the fucking I mean, that,
0: that stuff is fucking it. cool. I love that yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I love it. And like, that's the, st- I don't know, man. I, I just wish that there was m- like more of that stuff they would let like come out, you know? They, yeah. They're so protective about that kind of thing. It's like, dude, it's fucking robots and it's, it's so, like, they're rides.
0: Again, I know I'm talking about the book a lot, but like to bring it back to that, that was one of the times I realized like how badly they whitewashed everything. Because like we wanted to use official Disney images in Rolly's book. And they wanted us to cut Like, they wanted creative control over the content of the book. They wanted to cut stuff out in order for us to be able to pay to use these photos. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there's no fucking way. You can fuck off. I'm not going to do that. That's not going to be Rolly's story. Then that's the Walt Disney version of the story. And there's no fucking way.
2: Yeah, fuck them. It would have made that book so shitty. It would have been so
0: shitty if we went... Like, I had another publisher before I was with Kinsey, and, like, he did not give a shit whatsoever. He was, like, happy to, like, do whatever Disney wanted. And that's not what I wanted. That's not what Rolly wanted. Like, mm-hmm. let these people tell their fucking story. Let them see the bad stuff that goes on, too. Who cares if he smoked weed in Disneyland while he was working? Like, yeah. he probably did cool shit that way. Absolutely. <laughs> like, who cares shit? I'm surprised yeah.
2: Bob hasn't done a book.
0: Bob has done... Okay, so he's done two books, mm-hmm. but they're not, like... Memoirs per se—they're more like mechanically minded books about like how he, how he literally built certain things from scratch. Yeah. Not like telling stories. Yeah. Um, but even like he does that—that Bobland tour. I, I don't think he's done it in a while. Mm-hmm. But like where they rent a bus once a month, and he's at the front of the bus as the fucking tour guide, and like tell like the bus drives around LA and Hollywood and he points out the Disney sites and he tells stories and shit and like that's his version of the book essentially it's
2: pretty I've I've been on that tour have you been on that tour yeah Yeah. well I went on the second half of the tour I was with Adam one day and we ended up doing that tour with Ernie like Ernie was like come with us and uh, Ernie the guy
0: from who who does the yeah who does it yeah.
2: yeah and he like it was actually really fun. He took us out to fucking lunch and shit, or dinner, I think. It was a it was a really good time.
0: Bob is a, a fucking character. He's a great storyteller. Yeah, I, he is. I love him
2: so so much.
3: <laughs>
0: That's, yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, and yeah. Bob Ger, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, you know, was one of the OG Imagineers who helped with the Matterhorn, Autopia. He built all the ride vehicles. The, wow. Also, all the vehicles. I, I believe anything that has so. Yeah. Wheels, yeah, he did. Bob it. has designed.
0: That's um, nuts. Not to plug my own shit, but if you go on YouTube and look up the Bob Gurr roast, I have—I forget when he, how old he was. I think he turned 80, and they, someone put on this Bob Gurr like roast, and it was all these Disney illuminaries, like Marty Sklar was there roasting him, uh, Rolly's son Chris was there roasting him, a bunch of like three or four Garner Holt, the guy who does animatronics, and fucking me, of all people, like on the roasters panel. But um, <laughs> my entire roast of Bob is up on YouTube, and like. God, you don't live into like you roast the shit out of a Disney legend, quite honestly. And like make talk about his penis in in front oh of all God, these people. That's awesome. so
1: funny, man. That's great, dude. That's I don't know. It, it's, it's on your YouTube?
0: It's on my YouTube, Oh, sweet. Yeah. I'm going to dig it I'm up. Like, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, Bob is known for, like, designing, like, the Matterhorn cars and, like, the Monorails and, like, and all the other Disney rides that are shaped like penises. Yeah. Like, shit like that. <laughs> like, that's yeah. fucking great. That yeah. I can talk to these people like I that. I got to
2: fucking find that. I'm going to chop it up, repost it, and fuck without a context and cancel your fucking I mean, dick. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, say, I say a lot of terrible shit about Bob in there. It's fine.
0: That's, oh, that's awesome,
1: awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast is just to have... Some of those stories, you know, we've yeah. had we've had a lot of comedians that that had worked there that had sex while operating the Mister Potato Head and Toy Story, you know, uh, <laughs> in the, the uh, Midway Mania, and so you know, hearing about people getting decapitated mm-hmm. and all the death, and that's one thing, I you know, because there's a lot of like haziness around like the accidents and death at yeah, Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always very, it feels like folklore. Like even the stuff that you can find, it's you don't see like articles. It's no. very strange. Do you, is there like I mean, everyone's fucking paid off, right? There's no way we're gonna get like, a, like we're never gonna know the f- name of the dude that got decapitated on Thunder Mountain. You could
2: probably find it, I'm but sure they really, it. they really try they to suppress it. that information. Yeah, it's the same thing with like sporting events. Like you never hear about people dying at sporting events unless it's like really grotesque, like that one guy who got fucked up at Dodger Stadium. But like, there's oh, people, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. people that like get fucked up at stadiums and get pushed off balconies and things like that and yeah. die. And you just ne- you never they fuck fall anybody. into a butt machine. They do, yeah. I get just get fucked to death. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Pretty yeah. brutal, but uh, yeah. I know. got the video. It's great. <laughs> you were one Man. VHS. <laughs>
1: I I do love <laughs> <VHS>. <laughs> it's a f- Faces of Death. Yeah, yeah uh, oh,
2: ballpark. God. I just um, keep, I just kind of keep it analog. Just you know, man. Just the case.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's your fucking minute details of this bullshit you spin no, no. that always get me it's not bullshit it's for real i know that's part of the problem it is all uh, yeah it's, yeah you know, i've it's, seen
2: it it's a it's, a, it's a, a, a svhs you know i fucking upgraded it recently yeah, yeah that makes sense took the old copy burned it mm. yeah and a stack of other things that i burned
0: one day it'll be on CD-ROM.
2: no no definitely not i'm just <laughs> only keeping on svhs just to keep a really small.
0: Doesn't it degrade the quality every time you make a new copy of it, though? So like eventually you're not gonna be able to see what the fuck. Is oh, I have
2: happen. help. I have help. God helps me a lot. Oh, okay. That, so that actually with tracks, a lot of, things. A lot of yeah, things, yeah, so yeah. So I have help with God, and um, yeah, he just you know, he upped the quality. Weirdly enough, it's crazy.
1: He's a good guy. Well, d- you know, speaking of uh, of uh, different mediums and and like laser disc, uh, they, they didn't wasn't uh, Jessica Rabbit's like Snatch in uh, the laser disc oh, yeah. of. Roger, the, Rabbit. The Roger Rabbit. Yeah, when she yeah. she
0: come, I think she's she fell out of Benny the Cab, and like oh, for yeah. a half a frame you can see her. I mean, it's gone now. They fucking got rid of that completely. But yeah, yeah, they yeah. always try to get rid of that stuff as soon as humanly possible. The the sex. And the Lion King and, like, the fucking leaves, that's gone now. The penis on the Little Mermaid cover, that's all gone. Like Goddamn shit. God, shame. we can't have fun, can we? God. No. Son of yeah. a
2: bitch. And animators are such fucking creepos, too. Like, yeah, they love like, that shit. They
0: are creepos, for sure. Yeah. I, I
2: got a chance to go to Cartoon Network and went on the animation, one of the show's animation floor. Mm-hmm. And, like, all, I kind of went from, like, area to, they, they showed me area to area and, like, in some of the... Like the storyboard rooms and stuff, and some of the notes that were everywhere, were fucking raunchy as all hell. Rolly had a fucking—he talked about a lot of those notes that he would leave or yeah. would be left on his desk. Those are great.
0: He—I mean, there was a. Didn't lot Didn't he show
2: them in the in the
0: slideshow? There, I, there was some stuff in our slideshows from like like shit that he would draw and like give to. Uh, uh, Harriet. Um, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Tubman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, God, David, not her. Um, Who is the Imagineer? Harriet. I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah. Um, but like, she—they were raunchy ass. Fuck all of them. <laughs> including like the women too. They were all super raunchy and they would like pass these horrific drawings to each other while they were animating stuff. And even like when they got to wed and they were designing attractions, they would still do the same shit. Why so not? n- nothing changed. They're, they're a bunch of high schoolers essentially working at this fucking theme park that creates all these fantastic rides for kids. So. Take you that, you I, fucking Disney. Yeah, <laughs> pixel <laughs> fucking store. I assholes. wonder if that shit is still going on.
2: Like, because everything is, I don't know. In the last like few years, things have really fucking. There's been some clamps, like things that were totally okay mm-hmm. years, like a few years ago, are absolutely not okay now. Yeah, and it, I wonder how much of that stuff still goes on, at, or if any of it.
0: I'm sure. It, I'm sure it does to a certain extent. But right. I feel like. Disney has such a clamp on their workers, and it' cause so many people want to get in there and like sure. work for them. Like, so if somebody fucks up, you're gone and you'll be replaced in like half a second. So I feel like it happens, but out of the un, out from underneath the watchful eye of the Walt Disney Corporation.
2: Yeah, I would think that like there's always somebody you gotta really watch your shit because there's always somebody that really wants to fucking come up and put themselves like just like take you down mm-hmm. specifically so they can come up. Oh
0: yeah, that happens all the time in that company. 100%. I yeah, I, I was
2: triggered by the idea that he had
0: and yeah, yeah. That, that's pro- it's so
1: terrible now I, I don't that doesn't sound like a great creative space like it, it's a it's a bummer because you think about all of the just like wild people that used to work at these places yeah. and sort of it's unfortunate you know and and what's gonna happen is I mean even like Saturday Night Live used to be like this counterculture badass show and I feel like when things kind of just become they become the man essentially yeah. and they lose but there is people that like seep through that kind of bring like the edge and like the you know artistry like the, there's so, there's always something i think that will like br- somehow break through but i don't know maybe I mean- something
2: new i feel like a lot of the the like established like a lot of the establishment right now is like it's so locked up and and they're so afraid to to really push any boundaries or they're they're so nervous about pissing people off on Twitter mm-hmm. or anywhere, and they just are making moves specifically for that. For a bunch of people that really aren't going to see these movies or care about these rides, like I just wonder, like what a lot of this entertainment shit is going to look like in four or five years. Yeah,
0: I think that landscape is definitely changing for
2: the most part. Overall, uh, it, and it has, without been. a doubt, because I mean, even things that like it's just weird. Some of the decisions that these companies make. Specifically for like woke culture like just mm-hmm. to, I mean, let's just call it what it is like I think about like um, The the Ghostbusters movie in particular like the movie was made like cuz they're like, oh, you know what? We got to bring in a new we have to like get a new fan base and, and we're gonna we want to expand this out and Build this out to something else. So why don't we have a, a whole team of girls and just make it so it's like a you know we'll, we'll get that new like it'll stir up controversy it'll get clicks it'll get retweets it'll push that and that's what's gonna be six that's what's gonna make it successful and then it just falls flat on its ass because it's not good. Well, it's it a, wasn't gi- it's funny. a
1: gimmick. That's the thing that I don't like about a lot of that stuff. Is it's not like, oh, I hate, I hate progression in society. It's more of like, it's a gimmick and it's disingenuous. It's well, not yeah, it's, well thought out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I the mean, problem. Yeah, it's, that, it's, that movie was a turd sandwich, and it's, it's not sucks. because of the women. It's they're no, t- it's so, so talented. But Kate the movie Kate
0: McKinnon w- is a shining star in that movie. See, Do I, I don't think I don't think any of those people are funny. No, I I don't think they're all. I
2: literally think. I, I don't find them funny at all, but comedy is, and then again, like, comedy is so subjective. Yeah. Like, people, like, a lot of people, like, don't like Sasha Baron Cohen, and it's because they don't like the characters that he portrays, and mm. th- they find him annoying and stuff, which, you know, I, I felt the sa- I feel the same way about Melissa McCarthy, and, and like, I never found Kate McKinnon funny ever, nor Leslie Jones, but at the same, and I don't find Will Ferrell funny either, but that's specific to me. I, yeah. I, I have a weird taste in comedy, so... It's just, I just didn't really think that the movie was any good. And I understand, like, trying to build out, like, you know, strong female characters or characters of color and all these things, and, like, doing it right. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, you think about, like, alien. Like, some of my favorite characters growing up, you know, like, um, you know, Sarah Connor or Ripley Ripley from Alien. Like, those are great examples of, like, what can be done, like, to make... If you want to branch out and you want to take an IP, that was, you know, all guys, and you want to kind of flip it on its head, why not do something like that? Mm-hmm. But then again, like, also, like, when you think about, like, Terminator 2, or you think about, or Terminator, or even uh, Alien, it was a mix of people's men and women, and it was a collaboration as opposed to just cranking the knob and just going, this is, it. it I feel like a lot of things are done now, specifically for, like, in our heads, and the way media and and the way society is working now we we are doing things specifically to get retweets and clicks as opposed to just make you know like doing things for the love of whatever that is yeah I think it speaks for itself Sucks.
1: when something you know say like when Nirvana came out or when, like, things that, that have, you know, that are, I mean, that's a bold statement whatever, you know, some people probably don't like Nirvana, but I'm just saying, like, stuff that really is, you know, really honest art, it, like, it always, see, it always, you know, breaks through that ocean of poo-poo. Yeah, but you also, know? I, I mean, know. if
2: you want to talk about Nirvana, I also think that, you know, Kurt Cobain was extremely s- smart, and he was very smart and specific, and he knew that all these songs were your typical pop song.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, and that's great. I love when something can be fucked up. Like he always said, like he loved a fucked up pop song, and I love that. That's what I love about like Raleigh Crumb's work. It's like it's it's a, it's it's a Disneyland ride, but there's something like you know the Museum of the Intang- Weird, intangible it's, weirdness. That's, I, love yeah, I I
2: think it's lost in a lot of respects. I feel like a lot of the, what like the newer big budget things there's it's missing that intangible weirdness, and I feel like all these companies. They want to go there, and then they immediately pull back. Like, I think about, like, the Ant-Man movie and how it was originally supposed to be an Edgar Wright movie. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how good that movie would have been if it was an Edgar Wright movie? There are, movie? like, <laughs> fucking pieces of that you can movie see it.
0: that are Edgar Wright-esque, and I'm like, God, this could have been so good. I, yeah, because I hate Ant-Man. Like, I, I wanted to love that movie so much, and I just couldn't do it. And I feel bad because, like, I know people love it, but I it's totally okay. get it's it. Yeah,
1: it's yeah, Yeah, like you're saying, I mean, I think those, you know... Uh, those things like, oh, there's going to be 40 Marvel movies. There's going to be like, rather than make one good movie, like there's always like a universe of things. And mm-hmm. you know, people are going to get tired of, oh, they're making a Captain Crunch film series with, uh, uh, Daniel Day Lewis and, uh, Russ- but, <laughs> but that would be
2: cool but, though. If yes, that yeah, was, the, I mean, I like, would awesome see actually. that. Actually. Yeah. I mean, that's well, a dream like, like, movie. I'm, I'm sorry. but into uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it just Holy sucks shit. because I feel like these companies are just like, oh yeah, here's something that's, that's like this weird, like intangible. I love the word, or the words intangible weirdness. Like here's that intangible weirdness, here this is, <laughs> and then they're like, okay, cool. How do we strip this down and make it terrible? Like it's it's almost like there's a concerted effort to take anything that's good, strip away what it makes it good to make it fit into a fucking box. It sucks. To get
0: as much people as possible to like see it. And I think yeah. that's where the problem is for theme parks in general, they all have that problem. There are few exceptions to the rule, I think, but, like, most of them want people, more people to come and see their same shit all mm-hmm. the time. Not very many theme parks think outside the box and do that intangible weirdness yeah. and make it fucking rock.
2: And it's it's crazy because I feel like now it's like all the Disney rides, like anything moving forward in any of the Disney parks, everything's going to be based on a pre-existing IP.
0: Yeah, I don't think and, we're going to see like a new ride anytime soon like a no. brand new thing because no. they have to do what makes the money. Yep. Marvel makes the money right now. Yep. They're going to fucking Lean continue making their rides. Yep. Star Wars made them a fuck ton of money. Of course they're going to mm-hmm. make Star Wars rides. Right, Like you don't, you're you not going to get anything new for a very, very long time. It's yeah. fucking weird,
2: dude. It's, it's I, I haven't even been to the fucking Star Wars land at Disneyland.
1: See, and I...
0: You I'd love like, it. I love it, but, like, I have a weird relationship with Star Wars. Like, even growing up, like, Star Wars I thought was just okay. I didn't think George Lucas was, like, a great... Filmmaker at all. Like, I know he didn't like direct them and shit, like, especially the prequels. I thought they were sort of pieces of shit, but I thought like he had good stories. And as I got older, I grew to appreciate the original trilogy more, and especially like seeing it through my son's eyes. Like, it's a whole different thing. Now, him and I are like fucking obsessed with it. Yeah. So, like, we would spend all day, like, we have spent just him and I spent all day in Galaxy's Edge because that was our thing to hear. So, not only is it a bonding thing for us, but like, it's fucking cool too just to be like in that world or like as best as it can be. Yeah. But, for me, like I have a lot of background in like immersive theater in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, where like a traditional theater, like if people that don't know, traditional theater, you're, like you go, you see the show, and you leave, that's it. Immersive theater, you're in the show, you're part of the show, you're like a character in the show. So like coming from that into like what Galaxy's Edge is and what it was supposed to be, because it was supposed to be like a very immersive land with like characters all over, aliens, you meet bounty hunters, you go on quests, you do X, Y, and Z, in addition to, like, the restaurants and the rides and stuff, like, I wish we had gotten that, like, that's the intangible weirdness that I wish we got from Galaxy's Mm -hmm. Edge, but instead we got, don't get me wrong, I still love it, but we got the sanitized Disney version of it. Even at first when they were, like, the cast members were, like, only speaking in very specific terms. All the signs were, like, very in-world. Now, because people are so used to normal shit and this sounds mean, but they're fucking dumb. They couldn't hand. They couldn't look at the menu and be like, "What the fuck is a tri tip yip?" Like they couldn't like. What's a rondo wrap? Them- yeah, like they had no idea. So like they had to change all that shit to, to a language that these dummies could understand. <laughs> so we lose that weirdness, yeah. and that's what I think the problem stems from. I think yeah. the society is so used to that shit. I just want a cheeseburger. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I yeah, well, it's. I want a beer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we could. I mean, dude, it's it's uh, you know. Uh, there's literally, we need to have you on again because uh, there's literally a limitless amount of
0: things we could talk to you about. Yeah, and, I'd love uh, to We could all have yeah. fun. Uh talk about fucking knots next, goddamn. Yes, We're I know. We're talking intangible weirdness. Boom. Yeah, the of the castle. yeah. I know, man. And, and, and
2: there's always gonna be I stuff. thought for a second there when you said like let's talk about I thought you were gonna say Nazis and I was like, is Jeff
3: really gonna say? Yeah, intangible Nazis? weirdness, Nazis. That makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. I mean they're yeah. pretty
1: weird. They you know they, <laughs> they like m- you know, they like genocide. It's odd, you know. It is very odd. It's, it's outside it's, the normal normal thing. It's a little kooky. Uh but no, guys, this is uh this is awesome to have you, Jeff. Thank uh, you for having me. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Dude, um and you know, one thing I do wanna end on though, you know, if, if Disney is trying to uh maybe straighten up some of the rides and sort of Cut out some of the insensitive things. They are. Uh, Jungle I Cruise,
2: I wonder what they're going to change it to.
0: I don't even give a shit about the changes. I think it's going to be fine. I think people are making oh, too yeah. big of oh, a I, I, no, I
2: really hope they do add The Rock in there a lot.
0: I don't think they're going to add The Rock. You know, I
2: sold I sold a Jungle days. Cruise uh, movie t-shirt, like a, a film cruise shirt. I yep. sold a Jungle Cruise movie film crew shirt for like $55.
0: To a crazy Disney fan? I have no idea. I'm sure it was because people love that shit. It sold in like, like two minutes. It doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. They uh, want any little piece of Disney memorabilia they can get their fucking hands on, especially if it's exclusive and nobody else has it.
1: Yeah, I just hope that uh, they do change, though. That it's very insensitive what they do on Small World, uh, Small World with the Canadian representation. <laughs> all this that doofy... Mounty, uh, Mounty yeah, the uh, 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 like that's it. I mean, what? Come on, dude. Canadians are people too, and. Uh, you know, to you maybe. Yeah. Not well, they to do me. have they do they do have poutine in the Beauty and the Beast that restaurant. Um, oh yeah, they do and, have and that. They, yeah, they yeah. do have poun tang too. But, um, we're not going to. That's the secret menu. Yeah, that's yeah. on the Epstein. <laughs> <menu>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's in a secret bathroom. Yeah.
1: Have you been to the uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is that stupid fucking VIP thing? That what is it? The, the third Holland?
2: door? What, no, no, no. Yes, yeah, Oh, club thirty-three. Club thirty-three. Yeah. yeah.
1: Whatever I, I fucked up the joke. Whatever.
2: Anyways, uh, Jeff, where can they find you? Where can oh, these? Th- where can yeah. our listeners find you on social media? Uh,
0: I am on every social platform at Jeff Heimbuch. H e i m b u c h. And if you haven't read uh, the Rolly Crump book, it's called. It's kind of a cute story. By Rolly Crump, as told to Jeff Heimbuch. It's on every fucking book website you can think of, it's along great with the book. companions, uh, the more cute stories. Those are great as well. Thank you. I appreciate and what it. else?
2: What do you got working on? I know that you've had a bunch of projects that have been in crazy easy-ass development yeah. and then not developed and then fucking <laughs> it's ran been a around fucking and
0: wild couple of years. Um, I don't do theme park shit anymore, really, except when it comes to Rolly stuff or like visiting knots. But uh, I do a lot of fiction podcasting. Uh, so like, if you're into like weird horror comedy, uh, Return Home is what I've been doing for like five years. Um, Lighthouse, two words, not one word, uh, is a show that I released last year with iHeartRadio, and then I have like a few more iHeartRadio fiction podcasts coming out in the next year or two, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Because I hate Disney shit. So fuck it. <laughs> Any
2: chance you're going to be returning to the Air Guitar uh, World Championships? What the
0: fuck? How, where did you fucking bring that out from? I mean, I
2: I put on the video quite a bit oh because my... it's you
0: in a onesie. Uh, that, what, that and fucking, I like first to of fucking crank all, that's it that's only it. one year. Thank you, Kyle. Oh, yeah. Um, Should done it every year, bro. I consider doing it this year because I did like a quarantine edition. I just couldn't get my shit together in time, but I would love to do fucking air guitar. They, have you heard? Of it? They have like a U.S. air guitar competition where they have regionals all over the U.S. And when I was in fucking <laughs> Jersey, I <laughs> yeah. would go into New York every year for like five years, and I would compete. And I like got pretty far. Like I never won, but like. I would get like second place, third place, like it was fucking rad. And then they had a finals, and they would send the finalists, whoever won that, to uh, Norway for the World Air Guitar Championship. That's my fucking goal one day.
1: That's badass. You, when you, when you do do that, when you go to Norway, please mime uh, playing a guitar while burning a church. Uh, just to <laughs> yeah, kill path. a whale too yeah, or yeah, a yeah. dolphin, please. You know. Like in spirit of all those great uh, black metal bands, uh, that,
0: that
2: makes they, sense actually. Yeah, that yeah. They should add to Epcot. Uh, but and anyways, blow a, blow a Swedish hockey player. Just, just, yeah, just for me. Out of love for
1: Ross. Yeah. But and dude. when you're done,
0: wipe your lips and say that was for Ross. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, but Ross, uh, where can folks find you?
2: in the alley beyond the 711 yeah. blowing
1: a homeless guy yeah, for just uh... doing
2: meth and fucking you know <laughs> yeah. eating nachos at the same time it's a new <laughs> thing i have i i love it it's like meth and nachos i got to the point where i just started smoking so much meth that i could eat on it now and this is what happens well, this, this is, this the is grossest what shit this I've is what ever this is what this that's what this looks like now um, you can find me on youtube uh, cuz i went back to youtube and I'm doing YouTube.
0: You're back on it now. I'm really? back on
2: YouTube. Good for you, Ross. Oh, you would love it, Jeff. Really? Yes. All
0: right, I've missed yeah. you on YouTube. It's not what you think. That's fine. Yeah. I, it's surprises. just me cranking
2: it. Um,
0: they allow that. They it? So allow YouTube it. Or yeah. RedTube? No, There's it's a YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Between no. The two.
2: I just put like a little no. I mean, um, <laughs> and I'm also I have a similar vibe on Instagram at Roscoe Soul Train. R O S S C O S O L E. T-R-A-I-N, like the sole your shoe and a choo-choo train like I run on your mother. Okay. Oh, right. heck yeah.
1: <laughs> and you. guys, uh, even though this is my podcast, you probably know who I am. Uh, Robert uh, Thompson. Uh, yeah, Robert Thompson. Uh, you know, you could look up uh, Dick Neptune the Microwave Ovens, our, our, my band, uh, and you could, uh, you know, maybe look up for some stand-up dates. I'll be playing in uh, New Hampshire. Mimosa uh, Beach, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited, guys. It's going to be great. Uh, we're, it's a new world. Things are opening up. We'll have to do some... Uh, you know, shrooms together and yeah. uh, all.
0: Um, I have some. And go on Disney park. Right? Yeah, I actually it. have yeah, some shrooms exactly. going Small
1: World. I'm, I'm down. down. Yeah,
2: I got some
0: shrooms. I've, that, I, I've heard it's They're pretty f- fucked up if you do that on shrooms. I have never, but really? I've heard it's fucking. I've
2: never now. done mushrooms at Disneyland either. I've
0: never done mushrooms. Period. I've been. I have high. some good ones. I've been. I've fucking been high at Disneyland, like smoked and That's had different. edibles. I know it's very different, but. Yeah. Well, if if we edibles can. are
2: like the worst part about mushrooms, it's like here's your anxiety level on edibles, that, and like with mushrooms, it's like anxiety comes up, comes down, and then it's just fun.
0: I'm you an know? anxious person. I feel like I'd be anxious the whole time, and I'd want to
2: die. Are you, if you did not with me, you wouldn't be because I would explain. No, to I you, think even more. So. I'd look you in the eye and I would no, grab you by your worse. cock make and it it I would just say, I'm "It's going to be right
0: okay." Now. I'm anxious right now, son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> All right, we love you guys. Bye. Bye.
3: Come outside We're gonna bars and get some candy bars You must be from boy in a box Cause sugar, you have my heart yeah. oh, I love your sugar, but yeah A little taste of something sweeter. So sticky and so sweet, you were there for me. So sticky and so sweet, you were there for me. Oh well, candy. Oh well, candy. So sticky and so sweet, you were there for me, so sticky and so sweet.